Okay. Might be a little bit of wind noise, but tell us what we've been doing for about the last six hours. Um, pretty much hammering some uh, brown trout. That's it. <laughs> That's about it. Um, they started off, we were hitting them on little, I guess you call them, and then the dries started coming off and we were hooking them on little tiny um, flies about size 20, probably blue-green olive imitations. And then that stopped and now we can't figure out what they're doing. We can see them feeding but we don't know what they're eating. And it's all changed with the weather. <clears throat> I mean the weather was pretty nasty on and off throughout the day like it has been all week. You get you know, five or ten minutes of nice and then probably 15, 20 minutes of nasty and in those calm periods is when they're eating on the top. But I think a, a big one of the major reasons we're successful here let this gust of wind go by. Let this wind go by. I think the couple of Berganzers just flew over us. No, I think the biggest reason that we're successful here is after fishing this a couple days, we realized that the fish are going to be pulled up where there's deeper water because the river is so low right now that <clears throat> there's not as many places for these fish to hide. So we knew to look for one, moving water, but two, water deep enough to hold fish. And this has both of that. And that's this has probably been the longest deep stretch with moving water that we fished all week um, we've fished other places that are longer and you know have a little bit of current but a lot of times they're just so wide and flat that it's hard to fish um, it doesn't really narrow them up you're not really fishing to a specific lie where you think that fish is going to be a lot of it all of that would have to be you know throwing a streamer and just kind of covering water whereas this the creek is only you know 10 yards wide, you think? Yeah. Yeah, probably 10, wide, 10 yards. So it's it's pretty easy to get your drift where these fish are gonna be. And honestly, we can see the fish under the water and we can kind of <clears throat> put our cast in front of them and figure out right about where our drift is gonna go. Um, like Dad said, just in the last little bit, we've been able to see them feeding. We can see them flashing and turning and picking stuff off the rocks off the bottom, but we really can't pinpoint what it is. I flip the rocks on the bottom. I see a lot of blueing olive nymphs, PMD nymphs, but also a lot of scuds and scuds ranging from size. You know, I saw a tiny one that was like a 22 all the way up to like a size 10. There's some big ass scuds. And we've caught a few fish on scuds today. The last one I got was about a 19 and a half inch brown. And I was running all sorts of different bugs over the top of these fish that we can see flashing and turning under the water. That one, I had uh, a size 18 orange scud under a chubby running over the same line where I kept seeing a couple nice browns flashing. And on one of the drifts, I go right over them. I saw my chubby stop, and I thought, you know, it's probably just like any other time it's been tapping bottom. But as I noticed it stopped, I looked down, and I could see a trout, a brown trout. So I set the hook, figuring maybe he ate it, and that's why my chubby stopped. And it happened to be the case, hooked him right on the top of the nose. But other than that one fish, we haven't been able to really pinpoint 
what they're eating after those blue wings were hatching. The blue wings popped for what, maybe an hour, you think? Yeah, there were times there were over a dozen fish in this short section of water that we were seeing rising at one time. We were able to kind of pick and choose. Um, you guys will see some footage. I was able to get some of uh, some eats on top, some misses on top. Fish just in pods rising the blue wings. It was super fun. And then, like Dad said before that, I'm just fishing to them with um, <clears throat> the very first fish we pulled out of this hole. I was run. I could see uh, a smaller fish. I ran. Uh, my chubby with the, over the top of him, and uh, all of a sudden I saw that this big brown turn his head and eat facing me, and I saw my chubby go down. I set the hook and uh, pulled it out of his mouth, but I could still see that fish. Um, I could, could see the white of his mouth, so I thought maybe he was eating something. Comes to fi find out later after we catch him, um, he's got a messed up jaw, and it exposes the white mouth. But anyway. We see this fish rising. He's right on the edge of a shelf where it drops on the far bank down in the deep part of the pool, probably five or six feet deep. And I could tell he was eating something because he kept turning his head and, and it looked like he was picking stuff either out of the rocks or intercepting stuff as it was coming down. And I figure, you know, after fishing Rocky Ford so much back home, I figure that they've got to be eating, maybe he's eating a scud. So I took off all my all my bugs behind that uh, chubby, and I ran I don't know maybe a foot foot and a half down to an all size 18 olive scud. I made a few casts past him. On one particular cast, I made about a three foot cast past him, and about uh, excuse me upstream of him, and about a foot past him. And as that chubby and that scud got towards him, I started twitching that fly back towards me, like it, to make it look like a scud bouncing across the bottom. And blammo, that fish took that thing so hard, set the hook, got him in. It was a uh, nice fish. Again, he had a messed up jaw. He was probably 16, 17 inch fish. And that was the first one here. And we've been here now for six hours. Um, just going up and down the hole and uh, just trying different things. We, we were seeing some midges pop off. It's starting to get nicer this evening. Um, we're having more calm and less wind. It's getting warm. We're seeing midges popping off. We've seen a few rises here and there, but we're not really seeing a whole lot. Dad's throwing uh, a big dry to a, what do you got on your middle bug? A squala? I've got a, a patch of rubber legs on the middle, and then I've got a very tiny, like size 20 zebra midge on the bottom. Just trying to cover my bases. Yep. Cause, figure out what they want. Yeah, we just we can't figure it out. We figure, you know, maybe with the midges they're eating this, they could be eating that small zebra midge under the surface. You know, we got a couple yesterday on squala dry flies, but we haven't even seen any squalas hatching. So, you know, it's getting warmer. Maybe they're eating the pats, thinking it's a squala, but I flipped over a lot of rocks in this whole stretch and I haven't found a single stonefly nymph. I've just found a lot of bluing olive, PMD, and scud. So we're just gonna kind of play around here the next little bit. And, um, you know, we might eventually move. If it's a lot calmer evening, we might be able to kind of work our way around the river and maybe find some open stretches that have some more rising fish. We'll just kind of, like I said, play it by ear, figure it out. But just figured we'd touch base with you, kind of talk you through some of the tactics and techniques we're using uh, and how we're kind of really targeting these fish in lower water. And they're more spread out, they're in certain areas, but when, once you find the area, you're probably gonna find those fish. Um, we're mainly fishing right now we're fishing nine foot five weights so kind of our do-it-all rod on this trip we have everything from a 10 car rod uh, we've got three weight euro rods we both have five weights we got six weights and i brought my seven weight 
and uh, we've caught fish on everything but ideally for this river right now for the size fish we're catching the nine foot five weight is perfect uh, we're just fishing a weight forward floating line um, right now for the subs we're running with our um, dry fly down to a dropper we've got about a I know five and a half to six seven foot leader um, tapered down of uh, nylon and that's to our lead bug some kind of foam dry uh, you know a bullet head squala a chubby Chernobyl just something to float our <clears throat> lower bugs and below that what's really important is we always want to run a fluorocarbon tag because that fluorocarbon is going to help cut through the water it's going to sink whereas that nylon wants to float so again we're dropping about a foot foot and a half below that bug we're dropping zebra midges scuds kind of play it around and then since we can fish three bugs here we'll go about another foot or so below that to a third bug usually something a little bit smaller just to cover our bases that way we're fishing three different things at once trying to figure out what they like so our whole setup you know from our end of our fly line to the end of our uh, last bug you know you're probably looking at nine ish feet um, it can be a little bit clunky to cast at times but again covering your bases trying to get as much as much different choice out there as you can um, I haven't got a lot on the streamer today that I'm really just kind of throwing on a floating line that's not super deep so throwing olive woolly boogers black woolly boogers sculptzillas just again keep throwing different things trying different retrieval speeds until you figure out what they like um, bluing olive has also been working for us the nymph um, just uh, a split wing size 18 PMDs work pretty well too so far 16s and 18s in a split case um, when it comes to dries for blue wings just any kind of little parachute atoms and an olive color um, just a regular atoms hackle wrap on the front anything that just looks like a small size 16 to 20 olive body blue wing dry fly and that tends to be what they're eating running that either behind a chubby or a bigger dry fly so you can see it or running that um, two dry flies right next to each other that way you can kind of keep track of where they are and then watch those fish eat them appreciate you guys listening to this short episode and uh, i'm sure we'll catch you here in the next couple days before we head home